just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. It's always doubt with us every year. And it's like, oh, well, the Saints can't do this because something or, you know, Drew's gone and it. Oh, I, I don't, I'm the wrong person to ask because I don't care. And I'm coming in every year thinking we're going to be the shit. What up? Welcome back to Black and Gold BS, the irreverent Saints podcast from Boot Crew Media, presented by AGI Specialty Valves and Zapardo's Family Market. I am Jacob Krasno, alongside my trusty co-hosts, Allison Pratt and Sean Haspel. Today, the Saints fell 24-9 at home against the Buccaneers. They fall to 2-2. Two and two. And uh, the headline from this one, the Saints offense is a diaper full of sick person shit inside of a fart, inside of a pothole that's full of horse crap and toxic rainwater in the French Quarter. Um, I don't know what else to say at this point. Um, it was one of the most excruciating offensive performances I've ever witnessed. Um, do I even need to ask what was BS about this game? I think it's pretty clear, right, Sean? See, now that's some bullshit. Yeah, man. Like, so the thing is, like, it's not like this game was in a vacuum, you know? Like, even in the heyday of the Breeze Payton offenses, like, we would have, like, a random stinker, like, like, a, like a real stinker, um, like, once every couple years, like, that Texans game, like, from, when was that, like, 2016 or 15? And Falcons like, in 2019. Yeah, just, like, like. A, a couple random games where even, like, the fully weaponized Breeze Payton offenses would just, like, lay a dud. But what felt so gut-wrenching about today was that, like, we've been, like, trending towards this like rock i mean do we want to call it rock bottom i mean maybe but like is this we'll find out um but it's pretty close the offense has been bad all season and the offense has been bad for two coming up on two seasons now um like it's and but the front i guess maybe what was unique about today and so frustrating was that it feels like like the offensive line actually played kind of well. Like, I mean, like the run game was working. Yeah. Like there were so many flashes of things that made sense. And then it felt like, like Sean, you sent a text, like it felt like then they would just like panic and need to do something like totally off script on like third and achievable, like, and just send it all erratic. Like, Camara was getting good chunks and being Taysom had some good runs in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then it felt like they just abandoned ship on all of those things. Yeah. Like it just didn't feel like, I think my frustration is it didn't feel like a game plan. Right. It felt like pointing at a play sheet and just like, like I might as well have been blindfolded and like pointed at something at points, which like right. is really frustrating because they had injuries in the secondary. Yes. Like they had places we could have attacked and like, it just felt like we weren't specifically prepared for this game. It just felt like we were like, well, we have fast people. We'll just send them all on go routes. It's like, that's ridiculous. You have an injured quarterback and like, that's not the defense, what the defense is showing you. And in fact, they were playing high and then we just didn't take anything underneath. 
Right. Like they were just trying to force it up. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. And like, I feel like we did do a couple of the things that we had texted about going into the game. We targeted Alvin Kamara a ton. Uh, the screen yeah. game didn't really work. They like sniffed a lot of those out. And we, we did throw some quick game to Michael Thomas. So I feel like we should have spammed it even more. Um, yeah. Kamara like, had 13 catches for like 32 yards. Yeah. Which Great is, for PPR people, but um, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like Just, an average of what? Like less than three, no, less than three. three yards a yes. catch. Yes. I don't know. But he had that horrible, like, 15-yard loss on one. Like, there were some yeah. really good outs. Like, I think that average is skewed by that one horrible play with the missed block. But, like, Olave to have zero yards, it's just right. like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, just yeah. draw everything up to get him the ball. Like, just, like, it's I, not that hard. I feel like I'm going insane. Like, week one – um that was week one right where we uh motioned him in the backfield and like got him matched up on a linebacker and yep it was yeah. basically unstoppable for the couple times we did it have we done that since nope like yeah. like at least try it like if they sniff it out like okay but in a game where your best receiving weapon can get can't get like a real target uh, or and it takes a long time to get a catch like why not like get creative to get him the ball. Uh, it just the only leniency I can have for this is like it felt like the game plan that was horseshit and barely a game plan was schemed up for Jameis. Mm. Like you know, like the go routes for him on like a third down like makes yeah. sense to me. Like some sense, like they don't make sense once you're already in the third quarter and see what's working for you and what the defense mm -hmm. is showing you. But like at least like if they're preparing all week and they're like, all right, like we're going to take a bunch of shots. Like we have Jamison, like maybe, but like it made absolutely no sense with the, like he got tackled on that um, roughing the passer call and landed on his injured shoulder. It's like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like it's so frustrating. It's like it's bizarre, yeah. man. It's you know, y'all, y'all were sending all these texts during the game of tweets of people like, shitting on Pete Carmichael for his play calling. And like, I do agree at the time I was like, all right, I think we need to maybe give this some time. But now I definitely agree that like his, his coaching job is, is in jeopardy and it very well should be. But I think that like just shitting on Carmichael is kind I, I still think it's kind of lame because it's not just him. Mm. It is a complete and total failure in every aspect of the coaching staff and the players on offense. Like it's not just the play calling, you know, the offensive line played okay today, but they haven't played well most of the season. No. Um, the receivers don't get separation. They don't as good as Olave has been every highlight real catch he's had. He's been draped in coverage. Michael Thomas, not getting separation anymore. He'll sit down in his zone Derek for Carr nine yards. Derek Carr had some really bad throws on some open people. Derek, and Derek, yeah, Derek Carr. Sure. You know, I think, I think we need to, uh, we need to address the uncomfortable truth that Derek Carr, although he is probably better than Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston, is not seeing the field the way that a Drew Brees type or an elite yeah. quarterback would. And I, he's holding on to the ball too long. He's not pulling the trigger when he should. Yeah. And uh, maybe he's just not it.
Yeah, that's definitely possible. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm not a tape watcher, so I don't, I'll have to wait to read Nick Underhill and see like what he saw. Um, and like terms of like guys being open and like missing people, but like, yeah, it's, it's none of it's working. And the fact, I mean, it all comes back. I mean, it all comes back to the fact that we have too many weapons and too much money and draft capital invested on offense for our offense to be this bad. Like, it's not like we're some rebuilding team with a patchwork O-line and like no name receivers and just some journeyman quarterback, just kind of like going through the motions or something, or even like a young quarterback on a rookie deal. We've got Derek Carr paid like a top 15 quarterback. We've got some marquee weapons, pass catching. Like yeah, we were missing our top two tight ends today, but that's no reason for that excuse. Like we ended up down our start two starting guards, which isn't, isn't great, but um, that's still like not an excuse for how bad our offense is. And I mean, I'm oversimplifying things, but like someone has to be held accountable for it. Like, and the way just knowing how coaching staffs work, um, the first card that, well, it's really the last card that a head coach plays before they themselves are held accountable by getting fired is by firing the problematic coordinator. And um, I, someone has to fall on the sword and get demoted at the very least. And that like has to be Pete Carmichael. Like the dude hasn't had the answers for like a season and a half now almost. And last year we did have a ton of injuries, but our offense is not that injured right now. And, and like guys, we were scoring like over 20 points a game last year. Yeah. It like there were two yeah. games in the first four where we didn't score more than nine points, which is not true in some games, but like, like we were scoring touchdowns, like against good teams. Like we should have beaten the Vikings and what, like, and this team is more talented. Yeah. It's more talented and it's healthier. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It hurts my brain. Yeah. And the defense is better. Like they didn't have a great day today on like giving, they were giving up a ton of yards on the ground, but like generally they're overall more efficient than a year ago. And somehow our offense is more talented and much less efficient than a year ago. It's hard for me to, to fault the defense at all today, even though the pass rush vanished because they're missing three guys. Yeah. And they were also put in some really awful situations. Yeah. Um, Adam Prentice fumbling inside of that, the 10 yard line. I mean, that was horrible. Future ex Saints fullback, it, Adam Prentice. That honestly, like, like that, that is his performance today was something that if DA is like actually like a serious coach, like you lose your job over. Like, Adam Prentice wasn't anything above the replacement level fullback to begin with. So, like, yeah, it's like he's a fine fall guy, but he should be a fall guy. Like, you got to, like, have some accountability yeah. or something. Like, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, you had some interesting thoughts about the macro of it all, the macro big picture stuff about, like, wh what is the holdup? Like, why have we not tried to replace Pete Carmichael? 
Yeah. And what is what what is the think tank? What is the brain trust on airline drive doing? Like, why are they so hesitant to get rid of one of their own cronies? Yeah, man. I mean, so all the reporting was that like this past off season was that the saints were going to move on from Pete. Either he was going to like step down into a lesser role or just like step away from the team altogether. Um, but then like, apparently they felt they couldn't do better than him, which is like a, almost an embarrassing thing to say. I mean, um, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. It's, it's really ridiculous. Like if, Makes me so mad. It, it's really, it's really upsetting because so you're either you're either sticking with this guy because he's your boy, or some combination of that, and you're like, or you're too lazy to like scour the ranks for like this, like a trending quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach, someone from the, an OC from the college ranks who has like a ton of great ideas, just like creativity and like exciting philosophies like cogent philosophies about offensive football and the fact that you're not willing to like take that risk like what was the greater risk like going with some unknown and having it blow up in your face or running it back virtually with the same offensive staff that shit the bed injuries aside they shit the bed last year and like having the result that we've seen the last four games. Um, At some point, so, too, the talent is going to get pissed. Like you saw Olave getting pissed today. Yeah. Um, like, I, think, I think something was wrong with Olave today. I think we're going to find out he's in concussion protocol or something. Because he that. got clobbered and he was yeah. not the same after that. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. he also just, um, like, yeah. But either way, he was in him, him today in, specifically aside, like, that was Kamara, and I've been waiting to come off the yeah. bench. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, in uh, in his post game media availability, Alvin said something along the lines of like, "It's time for us to have some like difficult conversations." Um, and with whom he would like difficult conversations to be had, and what what those conversations <laughs> may be. Does he want to come on the pod? Up for <laughs> you know speculation he's gonna like, tell miss miss b's stank ass to fire uh pete carmichael i don't know Actually, man it's just epic. it's it's frustrating that like the the we have a core of talent on this team that is like should be producing and winning especially on offense and like we're squandering that right now because why 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 are we doing that like i i just that it's the why that frustrates me the most that like i guess i just like get really interested in who coaches are as like people and like how they think like when it comes to like staffing and like organizational like practices and philosophies and stuff like that but like why is da so married to an offensive staff and like their philosophy that like is clearly not working. Like, is he just the eternal optimist and willing to say like, okay, like we, we, we are struggling. We need to tweak a couple things. And like, like I can see the vision. Like we can all see the vision. We're aligned in our vision and we just need to tweak a couple things. And like, then we'll get it rolling. We'll get back on track. 
or is he just like ignorant of it? Is he just a hardline old school defensive coach who is so? Or are they just proud? Like, like that's what I think. Like, I think like there's some, at least like maybe not DA, but like Gail. Yeah. There's like something about the like staff and marrying it to like, 2009 which is like fucking 15 years ago it's just like no like it's a like it's not they're not correlated like right at all yeah i don't i sort of uh bristled at those reports last year that they they wouldn't entertain the idea of firing da because they're a class act and they want to be known as like a classy organization like yeah who fucking cares who are you trying to impress we don't care the fans don't care fans just want to win yeah like like i don't care if you uh like have to murder like a a referee you know sacrifice them in a a or do pr for the catholic church in their uh child molestation controversy yeah like just win football games i who gives a fuck if people around the league think you you don't have class like they don't have class either they're worse so many other organizations that have no class and also like we're not even like getting burned by penalties anymore. Like it's just bad football. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So one it's thing pain. I've I brought this up last week, I think, um, and it remains true is that I I'm not sure that like DA's coaching, his ability to be a head coach is really what people are questioning, right? They're what we're questioning is like his willingness to make a staffing decision which is all part of like the big picture of of it but like the coaching of the team is much better this season than it was last year because we're not committing making a ton of dumb penalties we don't look undisciplined yeah that Um, the prentice fumble was like the Prentice fumble and the Rashid Shahid fumble on the opening kickoff of the season yeah. were the two that I was like, this is last year's team. But you are right that aside from that, the team does look more disciplined than they do last year. Yeah. And like the Prentice thing, you sh- the fullback shouldn't even exist. in on the Like he shouldn't be on the team. You could tie that to a play call. Why is he getting the ball on such an important down? Yeah. Yeah, like, like, why, why were you giving it? Why, why not Camara? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not anybody else? Like, yeah, like that alone is right. Like, so that Tony Jones that, would have been good. That was it, or like, Taysom Hill, a 10 point swing. Like, we right. needed a touchdown at the end of the half. Like, yeah, no, that was the turning point of the game. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I guess to your point, Jacob, like, yes, the team does look better in a lot of like on-field aspects than they did last year. But I mean, I would somewhat counter that in terms of like D like DA's ability as a head coach, because like, it's all, it's all part of it. Like hiring the other side of the ball that you don't directly oversee is a part of head like being a head coach, like Sean Payton probably cost us maybe one or two more championships because he couldn't figure out, how to like build and coach a good defense or have a good defense be coached until Drew Brees was basically past his prime. So like, 
it's all it's all part of it, man. And um, it's yeah. it's probably it's the hard it's one of the hardest thing for a coach to do is to well, it's just delegating. Yes, it right? is. Like, which is a huge part of. I guess like, like, yeah, upper management. Yeah. So what? I guess my point is what what is keeping me from leaping over the edge of the bridge, um, and <laughs> I am teetering on the guardrail at the moment. <laughs> I'm ready to disengage and watch ah. anime every Sunday. Um, is that the discipline and like the uh, like like Sean? You you put it this way last year: being a leader of men. Like that's that is the hard part. Yeah, that shit is not something that everybody can do. And it seems like he's doing a better job so far. The delegating and the firing of an offensive coordinator is just one decision that you make and you just have to do it you just have to fucking do it and but will he right so so that's that that really is it's really what it comes down to is that like it's like and also like what okay here's uh this is more like getting into tin tin foil hat territory but like what if he doesn't have the authority to do that? What if he's being told by the brain trust we're not firing people in, in the middle of the season? I don't think that that's an impossibility. It's not. Um, it's certainly not, but it's just so like then like we like we like legitimately can't talk about DA anymore because right. then we're just acknowledging that like he's not actually like fully autonomous right. in his role as a head coach he in which case be. like so no i i'm agreeing with you uh, but like so i'd suggest that the evidence that we know of points to that they are giving him a good deal of autonomy if you look at the coaching the assistant coaching moves that we did make yeah yeah this off season he basically like gutted the whole defensive staff um he did push out long time like the tight ends coach who'd been there for a long time dan rausher um, and, and the draft picks we made, the signing of Derek Carr, those are all like DA's fingerprints all over him. And I've choose, I've chosen to kind of interpret those as Mickey and Dennis Lausha and I guess ownership to whatever extent, either subtly or implicitly saying like, all right, DA, you can't have any excuses. Like you can't say like, this is, Oh, like the leftover roster and the leftover coaching staff from Sean Payton. These are your guys now on like in the booth and on the field. Like this is your shot, man. And I guess it's up for debate whether like, this is like literally his last shot, like the playoff or bus ultimatum in so, so many words or whatever. Um, or just like more like holistically, like if this like era doesn't work out, however you define an era, like it's it's on you, and we will move on accordingly. So, um, so I do I do think DA has the authority to fire Pete Carmichael if he chooses to. Question is, will he? I hope he does. And what else does he need to see? That's the that's the other question. Like Sean Payton's famous phrase, like I've seen enough. Like, um, what else does he need to see that a, like 
a different voice is needed on the headset calling these plays. Like they, 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 they've spent like so much time over the last few years, just hyping up Ronald Curry as like, Oh, oh like he's going to get poached any second now to be an OC somewhere else. And like he, he was the OC for and play caller for like uh, our preseason games this year. And like, it, so like, you got to try something, man. Like, yeah. yeah. So one question I had today while we were texting during the game is if we did fire Carmichael mid season, yeah. who is replacing him? And I'm assuming it would be Ronald Curry from what yeah. you said. I, I think they would just have Pete Carmichael be like a non-play calling quarterbacks coach and yeah. have Ronald Curry do the play calling dudes. I think he's already like passing game coordinator or something. So it the, the blueprint's there. And and I do wonder actually like if maybe this all, all of like the media narrative around Curry and like his preseason duties was like maybe actually like intentionally forecasted for this exact situation. So, um, so I don't know, man, like we'll see if nothing happens playing this- elite defenses either. Like, no, we're not. Yeah. We're, not yeah. Good. we're the worst offense in the NFL. We're the worst. That's not true. I mean, just like anecdotally, like we're the worst. <laughs> you mean like the, subjectively, the, my opinion—the the delta between like, like where I assure you we that should the be and coming yeah. on Sunday Night Football is worse than us. Yeah, Justin Fields, who looks like well, this is what seventh I'm grader you're, out you're there. Right. He scored like four touchdowns today, which is this is what looks- was pissing me off during and after a game. Same thing we text about this with Washington. It's like, you cannot possibly tell me that Sam Howell is better than Derek Carr, just like objectively as a quarterback. And you can't possibly right. tell me that Brian Robinson is better than Alvin Kamara. And you cannot tell me that Terry McLaurin is better than having three Terry McLaurins and talent on our team. And they put up 31 points and almost beat, probably should have beaten the Eagles today. And that's because of play calling right. and game scheming yeah. and coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I, I mean, we can debate where, where we rank as like the on the scale of worst offenses in the NFL, like whatever metric you want to look at. But like, I would, I mean, it's probably fair to say like the Delta between where we should be based on like our talent level versus where our production is like among the absolute worst for sure. We don't even we have look- the dudes. Like, there's nothing even, like, frisky looking about this offense. It's just, like, three yards and a cloud of fart. Right. It's, Sean, you put it the best. It's literally, like, like, we just get a good play, and it's like, oh, gosh, that worked. And then there's no referral to, like, why it worked. And then we just, like, pick another play and, like, hope that also works. Like, there's no consistent rhythm, rhyme, or reason about anything. So, so to both of your points, like that's the frustrating thing is like, if we want to be a three yards in a cloud of dust offense, like we've actually done that like pretty well at times of years, like running for like, like, we'll like, it'll be, we'll get it like second and six and then it'll be like third and three or third and two. And then we'll like try a bomb, like, and then not go for it. Like, um, it's like either commit to being like a ground based, like move the change ball possession offense 
or some like air raid bombs away attack and it's like we don't have that identity we don't have that cohesive philosophy and that's the most frustrating part that like pete carmichael just i don't know what he's been doing like i don't know if it's a bad game plan and that he like we have his our script to start the games um and i guess that's actually been pretty good the last couple weeks like our first drives have been pretty decent but then like once he gets in the game he kind of just like loses all sense of like cohesion and flow and like i i don't know it's i don't have the answers but i can see that there's a problem and i don't think the people that are the problem have the answers if we lose to the patriots next week there's going to be a full-on revolt yeah which is like we've talked about this before like how else do you like get the ownership's attention right like are they like they they, they're not but this is worse than last year you guys like this is so much worse because it's worse because we're squandering talent well yes we're squandering talent money and draft capital as sean said before like last year it was like okay we fucking blow but like we have injuries and like right this is just like a ragtag crew and it's Dennis allen's first year it's like well then we kept dennis allen we made coordinator changes we went out and got an expensive veteran quarterback like there's no excuse for this there's no no there's not like our offense is healthy right now like our two starting guards have concussions but like they'll be fine like yeah. and, I guess, and the division is just as wide open as yes, last year. Yes. Like, like it's there's I, no fucking excuse. There's none. And like we no. we literally have the easiest schedule in the fucking NFL. Like yes. just just do basic shit to score. All I'm asking is for like twenty points. Yeah. We wouldn't have won today, but right. we would have won last week. Right. Um I still believe in in the defense and like we still have to credit da for that like he hasn't like his side of the ball is still doing well i mean the tackling was bad today he, he talked about it in his presser like uh, that uh i i lost my shit it was like third and five and two guys yeah with that i know exactly on, yeah uh when we were in the deep red when they were in the deep yeah. red zone the low red zone and um like baker we, like, looked elite today and he's simply not no like elite. they're the, the Bucks are not Mike good. Evans. They like, didn't right, have they, Mike Evans. They didn't have Mike Evans for half the game, at least. Like, um, I mean, we were down like, like two starting DBs, and then one of like two of the replacements that came in for them were uh, got knocked out. Like Howden didn't play, and then Lonnie Johnson, who had to catch that fucking ball, that interception yeah. he dropped. Oh my god! Like, if he catches that, like, the, uh, just. Man, it's dark, you guys. I'm not feeling positive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm very close to disengaging. Which is funny. The funny thing is, like, we're two and two in one game. I guess plus the tiebreaker that we don't have, like, out of the division lead, and like, like, it's it, it. We're so close to not being bad, but I just, I I gotta see something, man. I gotta right. see something. 
So what's what's really disheartening is not the loss itself, right? Being two and two is not the worst thing in the world. We have yeah. a ton of football left to play. It's how we lost, and it's the fact that we've looked worse every week. Each week, yeah. we've yeah. gotten worse, and the solution to the problem is staring everyone right in the face and da has not committed to fixing it and yeah. it's infuriating we need right. like there needs to be some sort of olive branch from the team to say like hey we know we need yeah. to hold people accountable like like it uh, but da sucked at this last year too right like right he's like when like that cardinals game when um Dalton threw like four picks and he was like what needs to change he was like oh nothing it's like everything needs to change yeah like they're 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 one loss one bad loss away next week from the Superdome being completely empty and dark I mean that will never happen but right it will be filled with opposing teams fans instead like I wouldn't go see this offense fuck no yeah just it's yeah it's just i don't know like it's getting to the point where you just like question the organizational priorities and like i mean we're talking in circles here that it's like is it about like preserving vibes and like while ownership like cashes the like checks and i i the fan base like i don't know man like that's that's the the fucked up thing is like the saints like are always put our fan base on a pedestal and it's like we like play for you and like they, they even like come with all these like corny ass marketing slogans and it's like oh like the most intimidating like home field advantage in the nfl and like all this stuff but it's like show us something now it's like we feed you guys like throw us a bone here like at least like acknowledge that like shit is not good right now and that you care about fixing it because that the frustrating thing is like, it doesn't feel like the people that have the power to do something care enough or like whether they recognize something's wrong or not, they gotta, they gotta show us that they care about fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like John O'Barnes always says this shit more than just a game. It's true. All right. Is there anything else we want to get off our chests? No. Yeah, well, so we're hoping this time next week will be a little more positive. Yeah. It's here's like... the preview for next week. Uh, okay. If we don't win, we'll all be really sad again. Yes. And uh, guys, it'll be like, worse. I just like I I know, and you guys will tell me I'm wrong. Because I just don't remember being in this much like like pain. Watching the game as I was today, like it was hard to watch. Yeah. And I think last year it was easier to watch because I was like, oh, like Van Dalton, like, like first year, like this, you know, like Michael Thomas is hurt, like whatever. Like, this is painful. Yeah. I feel like every, uh, every like, bad season every bad thing that happens to me in my life it's just a scar that i carry with me and like they accumulate and if i feel like i'm gonna get hurt again i'm gonna bail and uh right on cue (laughs) and allison has bailed on the podcast her saint's despair reached unfathomable depths 
but to her point like it gets it gets harder and harder and harder yeah every time like i don't know man just be better just fire yeah. Pete carmichael please there was a bone sacrifice him for the good of the fan base it's just like it's their job to use the personnel that they have and they're just doing right. a horrible job what's joe brady up to uh, he's he's unemployed right no he he's is unemployed the, no he? i think he's the quarterback's coach of the bills like under under dorsey so like he would have been a great hire um Oh, for, no. I, I think his name was thrown around, but I don't know if they actually ended up interviewing him last cycle. But I think we threw um, it around. Yeah. Oh, and that would have been great because it's like a tie to the old days, and like, but like, and all the LSU people would be jerking off to it. But like, um, I don't know. Like, they just got to figure some shit out. I do. Guys have anything that wasn't BS? Because I don't. <laughs> um. Brian Brzee is good. Yeah. yeah. Brian Brzee is good. Yeah, he is Groupie, good. Groupie made his kicks. Groupie didn't miss. Groupie didn't kicks. miss. Yeah. Michael Is Evans got it. Oh, yeah. That's good. Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Michael Thomas had some flashes of old MT, which mm -hmm. I liked. Yeah. He seems like the only person that cares. Yeah, which. All right. <sighs> Hopefully, right. the should we do a quick yeah. preview and then? I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that we win next week because this is rock bottom and it can't possibly get worse. Yeah. Can't get um, worse. I agree. I like, mean that Patriots team looked so effing bad today. Like it would be so embarrassing. They got stomped. So you know what? I'm gonna predict that we win 28 to 14 in in Foxborough. Junk, junk touchdown, so really like 28 to 7. But yeah. we cover the spread on the road and we bounce back. I could see that. Yeah. Like 24 10. Well, I'm going to say 20 to 10 because I just have no reason to assume we should be able to score more than 20 points. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one of my four <laughs> predicted touchdowns will be a defensive score. Yeah. True. Or uh, a Rashid Shahid run back. Yeah. All right. I had a prop on him scoring. Oh, no. That's okay. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, well, I'll actually, never mind. Close this out and then I'll say it. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. You first. No, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been. Uh, a very special upbeat edition of black and gold BS, the irreverent saints podcast from boot crew media presented by AGI specialty valves and Zapardo's family markets, AGI specialty valves, the pump protection valve experts with over 35 years of experience. AGI specialty valves is the number one supplier of automatic recirculation valves for pump protection. Don't let preventable pump failures cost you contact AGI specialty valves at 832-485 zero 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 three or info at agivalves.com uh zapardo's family markets uh, a great place 
um, to buy all of your, your groceries, but um, just don't ask Pete Carmichael for any recipes because we know he's not cooking up shit. It's a part of those family markets. It's a part of those family markets. Makes a difference when the owners are there. Big difference. It would be nice if the Saints owners were present and um, <laughs> actually gave a shit about the product on the field. Yeah. Where are you, Tom? Come back I from did my part and... today and I wore my shirt that I wore when we won. So. Yeah, I also wore my my new hat that I wore for the first two weeks, and uh, we still fucking lost. Yeah. Can't say we didn't try. All right. Special thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Peter Zapardo for hooking us up with the sponsors. Thanks to everyone who subscribes and listens to us. Kvetch. Um, for Sean Haspel and Allison Pratt, I'm Jacob Krasno. And until next week, who dat? Who dat? Who dat?